Podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Ava Ryer and Aaron Bell. This man has many aliases, going from King Joe, Banana Joe, Joe Shiesty even, the greatest manager the world has ever seen. We have today, Joseph Gonzalez. How are you doing, King Joe? I'm doing good, how are you? <laughs> All right, so our first question is, um, explain to our listeners what your role was on the football team. Well, my goal was on the football team is that, you know, sophomore year, I came up on the team because, you know, I found it interesting. At first, I wanted to play. Meanwhile, I wasn't, like, too skilled to play football when I first saw it. And then after that, people keep coming up to me saying, hey, Joe, you should be the manager. So I went there. I first started being manager for the JV team. And that was when COVID times where everything was restricted, like, like, maximum only a little people could come to the games and um you know my goal was because i want to be a professional coach too you know i want to be a coach i've learned a lot from the coaching staff too from football the plays how the defense works how the play works um yeah you know i want to get to that level where i get to coach people and win a championship what's a really helpful piece of advice that the coaches have taught you about managing? The piece of advice that they have taught me is that take, like, learn stuff step by step. You know, if I'm having trouble learning the play, or if I have trouble, like, looking at, like, the plays, what's going on, told me, like, learn step by step because it, they told me that it took them years to be, like, a coach in that level. Like, getting the players skilled and ready to go for the game. All right. We have a bit of an origin question. Like, how did you get the nickname Banana Joe? <laughs> you know, flashback, you know, I got to go back in the elementary school times, you know. Um, you know, when I was in the playground, I think it was fourth grade. When I was in fourth grade, during recess, I was playing tag. I used to play hide and seek. Um, there was some kid named John. John. Okay. He came up with the nickname called Banana Joe because I used to be goofy around the playground. I used to, you know, be crazy all the time. And after that, a lot of people started calling me Banana Joe, Banana Joe, because that's like my nickname. And after that, a couple years later, I went to like St. Agnes Cathedral. I used to like manage their basketball team too. And they came up with Banana Joe and one of them, like the eighth grade team, like eighth grade year, I was in there. They call me King Joe. So that's where you got King Joe from. Yeah, that's where I got King Joe yeah. from. I remember this name going like all the way back to elementary school. So I remember hearing people calling me that when we were in Meadow together. Yeah. And then like I know people always ask me like, oh, like where did you get his name from? I was like, I don't even know if I can remember because we've been calling him that since like we first known him. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know people 
just came up with names, King Joe, Big Joe, Nana Joe. Joe and- Shiesty. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's that one? Joe Shiesty. Uh, yeah, Joe Shiesty. It's uh, based on uh, Joe Burrow, the Joe quarterback Burrow. for uh, the Bengals. Gotcha. Yeah, LSU. LSU, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, in what ways do you try to motivate your team for big games, whether that's on the basketball or football team? Uh, you know, keep positivity level, you know. Um, get ready to get out there, you know, for football. All the time I used to lead the team out, running straight ahead of the I love field. When you, do that. you know, whenever I do that, that means listen, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. So just lead them outside, then get on the sideline for the coin toss, either a kickoff or kick return. And whenever we put our hands up, say Bruins, are you ready? And they say ready. That's when they start kicking it. And then after that, when they kick off or they receive it, like during kickoffs, every time when they used to kick the ball off, I used to run on the field, get the kicking tee. But on during our field conditions, it's kind of bad because usually when it rains, I could either slip because I almost slipped during the homecoming game. And I was like, oh, wow. Damn, we need turf as soon as possible, which we're getting it. You know, I'm graduating, but, you know, I'm still going to come back. You know, this is like my home. I definitely you know. should, yeah. Yeah. What is your job like in practices? Like, what do you do in practice? During practice, I usually help out. Like, football practice, I used to help them out with water. I used to help out with the coaches put the footballs in each, like, right hash, left hash, or put them in the back whenever it's, like, laying around. And, um, you know, when the team needed water, they say, yo, Joe, get me water, get me water. So I go ahead right away, run full speed, and get them water. And just put it on the sideline for them, you know. Players that gotta stay hydrated, you know, they gotta drink a lot of water in order to have a lot of energy, you know. You know, there's never a moment in a game where I see I see you on your A game every time. Every time they need water, you're always right there. Like I blink, boom, banana joe's right there with water. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I even had my guys um helping out too with the water, you know. It's it's kinda tough doing the water too, because mm-hmm. I'm right there next to the coach like doing stats like I have to look like on the football field I gotta look who makes the tackle who makes the catch who intercepts who scored and then after that timeouts once the coach is called water 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 then I just go ahead and just give it to them you know because they gotta stay hydrated now for basketball I usually go to practices you know because coach Burton you know he's my guy you know I go there just take a couple of shots look at the team I tell Burton how they're going to do, how's this team. Usually I watch film too. I watch the teams. I tell the coaches advice saying, hey, what do we need to do this day? What do we have to do this and that? And what we got to get better at? And they take my advice too, you know, because I watch it, watch it. I even go to other games, like, you know, I scout. Yeah, scout game. Like tomorrow, I'm about to see a couple of football games, like playoffs, like at Hofstra seeing them so I could, you know, try to see who's the better team and who I think is going to win. It's like a L.I. sports fanatic thing, you know. Yep. Predicts the scores. Every time when he predicts a score, I want him to get it wrong all the time because he used to, you know, underestimate or saying that, nah, they're not going to win in this, you know. The coach used to say this, we always want to be the underdogs because we want to surprise them with the right, score, you yeah. know. Uh, was there something that inspired you to be manager? Um... Yeah, you know, since day one when I was little, I used to like sports, you know. Like when I played baseball, Little League, then um, 
you know, when I was in middle school, when I first got there, like seventh grade year, I tried out for soccer. That was the first sport I've ever tried out in the middle school, soccer. Then likely I did not make the team because I did not know how to play soccer the right way. So when I did not make the team, I went up to the coach and said, hey, can I be the manager for the team? She said, yes. You know, I helped out because people thought that football was the first thing I've ever managed. No, it was soccer because I took like, my memory, you know, year flies. So I just said, nah, soccer was the first sport I managed. I wasn't saying it's bad, bad, because usually I don't watch soccer like that. I only watch soccer, you know, the World Cup, which is on Sunday. The World Cup is like the biggest event that I like to watch. No, and um, yeah, that's what I had to say. <laughs> what nation do you think is gonna take it all for the World Cup? Mm, it's a tough one. You know, I got favorite players on the, you know, Brazil, Neymar, mm-hmm. Argentina, Messi. Um, Ronaldo, I mean, I'm not saying he's my favorite player. He's a good player. Portugal. And I hope, which I think, we could get a chance, USA, to win the World Cup. You know, first ever. First oh, ever. No. So we could make history. Argentina's looking strong this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, Messi there, that's going to be his last World Cup, I think. Because, yeah. you know, he's still the legend, the GOAT. He's still the GOAT. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite part about working with, like, the team? My favorite part about working with the team is, um, you know, during water breaks, I go around to tell them jokes, fool around. And they come up to me, too, like, you know, clowning around and stuff. Saying, positivity? Yeah, positivity, you know. Keep team morale up. Yeah, you know, I want to keep them rallied up, like, during games and stuff. Like, I always say this before, like, Whenever you're on the sideline, even for basketball, you're cheering your team. Whenever a team scores, keep your head up. Keep your energy going because you do not want to put them down. Like, once you put the energy down, you know, thing just goes down the drain. You got to keep your energy and keep cheering them. You know what I say? I'm so happy that the cheerleaders come to our games, too, because they cheer for us all the time, all the time. I love how they cheer. I love how they support us. At the end of the games, I always, because I mean, it's too loud out there. I always say, hey, thank you guys for cheering. You know, love y'all. You know, I love them. You know, cheer us. Cheer us on all the time. Um, how are you preparing yourself to get ready for the basketball season? Um, you know, it's my second year as a varsity manager. You know, Aaron, you're the manager too, so you're gonna get advice from me, and I'm gonna tell you what to do and teach you. You're both shark costumes. Yeah, I'm <laughs> the shark costume this year. Nah, usually we gotta hire somebody to do the shark costume as well. You know, you're gonna be doing the stats. You know, with Mr. Falone over here who edits the videos. Um, yeah, so in order to get like, like getting stuff ready for the basketball season, it's just they gotta work hard. Uh, They got to, you know, work hard and effort. Try to win second time to go back upstate. All right. You kind of covered it a little, but what are your goals on hoping to achieve this season for basketball? Goals are for the coaches and everybody is to go back upstate to win. You know, last year, it was a really good season. You know, Nassau County Championship would be Plainview. Then we played. mm Mm-hmm. Then we played um, Half Hollow Hills East. Yeah, you 
guys were down in the half, and then you guys pulled through. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was, that was a good game. You know, one of the coaches telling, yo, you got to keep your head up, play smart out there. Outran the court, that's how we won. Then during states, you know, we fell short, but our guys played really hard, like really hard because Mount Vernon, they were tough too. Yeah, the guys were like cool. six foot seven. No, they, were, they had you a know, six yeah. nine guy. I mean, making it to states is still a great accomplishment. Yeah, it's a great accomplishment. Either way, we fell short, but that was, like, best season for these guys. We're going to get it this year, And though. we're going to get it this year. Either way, we're going to win states this year, too, if we could do it, you know. Got to work hard and stay focused. So you mentioned earlier that being a manager is something that you want to pursue, right, mm -hmm. professionally? Yeah. Okay, so what is the hardest part about managing the football or basketball team? I'd say the hardest part to me, it's not too hard, but it could be hard sometimes, is that during football, whenever it's raining, you know, it's kind of a pain when it's raining outside because you got water falling on you. There's a chance that you could get sick, and it's too muddy on the field too. Like whenever like you're celebrating when a team scores a touchdown, I just be like, oh, I got to watch out because I don't want to get myself dirty. Um, during football, those, getting the stats was a little tough because that's the first time. Because last year we didn't do stats, but this year we do. Because I got to keep track of who made the tackle, who made the catch. And for the other team, I got to keep track who did this and that. So it's like me doing the same thing at once for different teams. And for basketball, like during playoffs, it was really loud at Hofstra. Like Burton, because I usually sit on the bench, and whenever Burton needs a chair to go over the place, he says, hey, bring the chair, chair. So every time when he calls timeout, like whenever he like touches his shoulder, that means a 30-second timeout, meaning that, oh, no, he doesn't need the chair. I always go there and listen to the conversation in case it turns into a full timeout. You know, once there's a full timeout, I bring him the chair, and that's when things get, I mean, it, it wasn't really hard at first because when I first went to Hofstra, I didn't, I felt a little nervous because that's the first time ever me like managing at a college court, right. you know, where there's a lot of fans, where there's a lot of people from other schools just saying, oh, you can't do that, blah, 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 like they were talking, you know, they love to talk trash, you know, when it's like a rivalry, like, thank God we did not have a rivalry on basketball, but, you know, if, when I arrived there the first time, we were playing the semifinals, we blew Port Washington out. We was watching the Syosset and Plainview game. That was like the biggest upset that Syosset has gotten. They lost to Plainview, and their undefeated season was over, you know. But that was like a funny game because the Plainview student section had their shirt off. They were just <laughs> going around. They tried to go to the Syosset side, say, hey, you guys suck and this and that. And the security, like the supervisor, what's it called? Just like, hey, hey, you guys gotta go back. So they just started booing and stuff, but that's like the funniest part. But yeah, you know, me, I learned stuff step by step. You know, when I find something hard, I go up to the coaches and tell them, hey, I get it, but just explain it a little more so I could get the point. Yeah. So I have a personal question. Uh, I know that you're retiring from baseball. Does this yeah. mean that like you could might be coming to lacrosse? Oh, man. You know, I've never, ever managed lacrosse, but, you know, I will go ahead and support the games and cheer you guys on. You don't have to manage because lacrosse. You could be on the team. Wait, oh. so I wasn't aware of this. So explain why you're retiring from baseball. 
Um, you know, those are good years in baseball. Um, I played baseball since when I was seven. Yeah, really young. When I first won my World Series, that was like, because I'm a five-time world champ. Won wow. five World Series. Wow. And, you know, being on a championship team in baseball was, you know, really exciting because, you know, I got trophies. I even got medals. You know, that's memory. Once I get old, I'd be like, oh, wow, this is the championships I've won on the team. Then, you know, when I first came and played baseball, like, I tried out for baseball in the middle school, seventh grade. I made it through the second round, and I did not make it the third round. I did not make the team. Because seventh grade, middle school was a little tough now, because we got people throwing 60, 70 mile per hour. And that was, uh, I think, Mr. Crickio. He was a baseball coach. That was his last year at the middle school. And eighth grade year, that was when I made the team because we had a new coach that I knew him. He was like the substitute for the gym. I was talking to him, hey, I can tell you the times I played baseball and this and that. He was telling me, hey, come and try out. I showed and I put in a lot of work to make the team so I could, you know, be a pro. And I made the team that year, but I wasn't a starter, which is okay because people say this, whenever you make the team, you should be proud of yourself, even if you're a starter or not, because you're there to cheer your team on. When I first got up at bat, like my first game that I played for the middle school, I was shaking a little bit. That was against Freeport. So the bases were loaded with two outs. We was blowing Freeport out. I think the score was 13-0 in the top of the third inning. I knew people from the Freeport baseball team the catcher, I was in camp. I was in baseball camp with almost all the Freeport kids. And when I went first at bat, he was like, is that you, Joe? And I was like, yeah, yeah, what's up? So for good luck, he was telling me, man, I hope you strike out. And I started laughing with him. So first at bat, what I did, looked at the ball, boom. Got my first single in middle school. First ever hit. Good for you. And I drove, I think it was Christopher Stegmiller home. I think it was him because I have a video. If I had the video, I would show it to you right now. But you know, that was my first ever hit in middle school. I was so excited. People were clapping up for me saying, yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe. You know, I felt blessed. Yeah. And so, um, so is it just like due to being busy that you're not doing it senior year or? I mean, usually me managing basketball and football. Um, baseball is not really like... A priority? Yeah, for me, because once I said I wanted to make it to the major leagues, but now I don't really, because baseball is because all I want to do is just start a coaching career. Because me, I like baseball, you know, I like watching baseball. I'm a big, big Mets fan, so... Let's go Mets. You know, let's go Mets, let's you know that. Um, yeah, so... And due to, like, injuries that I had in the past for baseball, because I remember last time when I played for JV last year, I would have made it to varsity, but for some reason um, they needed me on JV because they had a shortage of players. 
during the last game, I felt frustrated because my shoulder blade and my arm, when I was pitching, I felt something pop, and I couldn't start, like, I couldn't throw, I couldn't, like, as I was throwing crazy. So that's when my season officially ended. You know, I texted coach saying, hey, I went to the doctor, checked my arm out. He said I'm out for seven weeks. So um, I was like really mad because I wanted to play. I wanted to keep kicking people's butts. Baseball <laughs> striking people out too. And yeah, that was my end of career in baseball, you know. I'm a five-time world champ. I always loved baseball. But listen, baseball, that doesn't mean I'm leaving you guys forever. You know, I will always come to the games too and cheer you guys on. Either way, I retired, I'm still gonna be at the games supporting y'all, you know. Hope, I hope you guys win the Long Island Championship and States. Get to that level. Let's go baseball. Yeah. All right, now it's time for the unbearable questions. We are the Bruins, so. Unbearable. Unbearable. <laughs> All right, in your own dream sports fantasy, what would your ideal walkout song be? My walkout song? Yeah. Hmm, I got a lot. So I got to go list by list. I even got Spanish songs too that I want to go as my walkout song. Um, uh, you could listen. You know, Bad Bunny. Okay. You know. What song by Bad Bunny? It's called um, Titi Me Pregunto, oh. you know? Mucha Novia. I know a lot oh, of you guys heard of that yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. And, um,. The other song, El Alpha, the uh, Goggle Dance. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. And um, the third song, Drake, uh, Jimmy Cooks. Jimmy Cooks? Yeah. I, I like Jimmy Cooks. Jimmy. Yeah, it's a good song. And, um, oh God, the most um, powerful song, I don't know, I want to use it, is Duddy Wine. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Duddy Wine. Um, but I'm not using that because that's usually for people to dance at parties, but nah, in sports, you're not supposed to do that parties, but, you know, the sun. The other song is, um, it's by Chief Keef, Fanito. Oh, Fanito. Fanito. That song pumps me up, you know. <laughs> so, every athlete has one, and we want to know, what is your pre-game meal or snack? Pre-game meal snack. Hmm. During game days or, you know, for snack, I'll just eat a granola bar. And for game day, a bacon, egg, and cheese mm. with the Arizona. Never, never, never. Yeah, never, <laughs> never. You know, you know, so I could keep my energy for the game. You know, you always got to have food in your stomach. Either way, like as coaches or managers, got to have something. You know, you do not want to pass out on a court and collapse because you always got to stay hydrated. I even bring Gatorade with me sometimes, you know, I drink it before the game, I'd be like, listen, I'm ready to go. Oh, wait, we have another question. We haven't asked this question yet, but after a long game, what is your ideal like meal to go to? Like after a game, your post-game snack? Post-game, hmm, a lot to do, you know. After when the coaches say, hey, this was a great W, let's, let's go home. So what I do is, when I go home, 
I'd be like, Mom and Dad, let's go out for dinner because our team won. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I'd be like, let's go to, um, because usually we're Dominican, you know. I tell them, let's go to a Dominican restaurant. You know, I want to eat rice, chicken, beans, you know. For dessert, I want to eat chocolate cake, you know. What's your favorite restaurants to go to? My favorite, like fast food? Or like the one you were talking about after like a big win, after a game. Oh, Applebee's. Applebee's. Applebee's, definitely. Oh, the endless apps. Like the oh yeah, oh. good. And um, this burger place called No Good Burger Joint at the Harbor. <laughs> no good One of the burger. best burgers in yeah. Baldwin. Wait, what what burger you like ordering from there? Oh, the Mac Daddy. The Mac Daddy is good. The I got Mac you. Daddy, you know. If you go to that No Good Burger Joint, order the Mac Daddy or the Pops. <laughs> oh yeah, the burger is good too. Yeah, those are my two favorite ones. I'm friends with the owners of the restaurant. Yep. Nah, actually, my brother is friends with the owners, too, because he came to school with him here. They graduated. Yeah. Graduated with them, right? Yeah, uh, class of 2013. Yeah. That's where my brother graduated. One of our students, um, Michaela Carrick, that's mm-hmm. her uncle who owns it. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, last unbearable question. Who is your favorite athlete and why? Who's my favorite athlete? Any athlete. Yeah, athletes of all time. I would say, you know, I got a lot actually, so I gotta go order by order. So my starting with football, okay, like Anthony Byron, and you know, Byron. you know, this guy is unbelievable. I know this guy since JV sophomore year, the first play of the game, like he scored a touchdown. I think it was a 68 yard touchdown. Took it to the house. Yeah, he's great. Man, 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 I hope this guy goes D1 because he is unbelievable. His momentum, his physicality, you know, the way he plays on defense, he knows how to track him down. Like, during the football game, he got friends on the team, like the Gordon brothers, you know. They were, like, not, like, trash talking, like, playing around, saying, ha, ha, yo, I got you this time and this and that, you know. I thought he was going to score a touchdown right there, but no, he didn't, but – I was like, man, man, man. He kept running, running, running. He's like the strongest kid, man. Unbelievable. If, He's you, have, have um, if you have any favorite professional players, you can mention that too. Not yeah, just yeah, school. yeah. Say at the end, though. All <laughs> yeah. right, all right. Keep going. Now, with wrestling, Quasi Bansu. Quasi. Class president. You know, this guy was a county champ. You know, this guy, I'd say he's like the best and number one wrestler in Long Island. Even in states too, man, this guy is so strong that I think he could, could pick up somebody that's over 400 pounds and He's stuff. Huge, yeah. This guy Quasi is like, man, and even with him playing football, I love his energy too, cause he used to say, "Hey, you guys gotta do this and that. You guys gotta wake up. You guys gotta." Like, he's always the first one to go to practice, and all the time he's ready to go. I gotta say, yeah. I played with Quasi when he was a, a soccer goalie. He always brings energy. He's always Definitely. upbeat. He's like 100% all the time. Really love Quasi. Oh, yeah, and definitely that's a good thing that he came to football because he was fit to be a football player. He was. Yeah. Now, starting with um, basketball. You know, he played last year. He's one of the good players, too. Josh. Joshua Payton. 
Now this guy's an athlete. Every morning he posts on social media. He goes to the rec center, takes shots. Even in his free period, he takes um, shots in the back gym too. I rebound for him. You know, I play one-on-one against him, you know, like a little fun game. You know, he always, you know, kicks my butt in basketball because he's amazing. <laughs> and he's taller than me too. But this guy's an athlete, you know, he's always there. And hope together, him together as a team, bring state champ to the school. And, um, no, that's it. Any pros? Like Professional athlete? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go for the New York Mets. Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo, Pete yeah. Alonzo, the polar bear Pete. Polar bear. You know, <laughs> that guy was a two-time home run derby champ. Uh, he could have won the home run derby this year, but, you know, bad things. His pitching sucked, you know, throwing the ball. <laughs> he couldn't. But, you know, Pete Alonzo's a great athlete. He will forever stay with the Mets. Because he's the only reason why the Mets are in good shape. Um, man, this guy, Pete Alonzo, my future is to meet him in person and tell him, listen, how do I be like you, powerful? He might be like, it'll take some time. It'll take some time to be like him. No. Yep. I got to meet uh, former Matt Jose Reyes the other day at my job. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Actually, when I... There's like something called the New York Mets Fan Fest. I was there. Oh, nice. I went there and I met like some of the players. I met Tomas Nito, the catcher. Wow. I met Luis Guillorme, who's a shortstop. He was an excellent. I'd say that he's the Mets Gold Glover of the year because this guy just made a lot of awesome defensive stops. You know, he just kept diving. He just kept. Because I was uh, during the time when I went to Miami. Usually the Mets lost, but it was a fun game. You know, me experiencing the Miami Marlins Stadium. I was there seeing like the second play, like of the fun, like, cause they hit a walk off home run and I was like, man, my Mets lost. He made a fantastic play, diving play, he jumped. I was like, oh my goodness. He jumped so high, like he was about to fly to the sky to heaven. Like, <laughs> This guy should be the gold glover, telling you. You know, that's about it. You know, that's my New York Mets. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Right, so this was a great episode. Thanks for being here, Joseph Gonzalez, a.k.a. Banana Joe, a.k.a. King Joe. I'm the king. It's been so great having you here. And we can't wait for the basketball season to start. And just like you're always here for all other teams, we're all going to be here to see you cheering for you, supporting you, um, you know, leading that team to states. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, thank you for having me here. This is like my first time ever doing an interview to the public. You know, people are going to listen to this. We're glad to be the first. Like, you know, we're glad to be the first. <laughs> yeah. Like, thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. You know, either way, I kind of started up, but it's all right. I just did the best I can, you know. Let's you go did Bruins. Great. You did great. Um, so that was a great episode. Um, be sure to follow us on um, Instagram and listen to us on Spotify or wherever else you listen to us. And also be sure to vote for us for best co- podcast 
um, for the Long Island. The best, best of Long Island. Yes. Okay, we can just vote, yeah. vote, vote, this, vote for best of Long Island. You know, bowling number one, Long Island. Yep. This is Ava. And this is Eric. Signing off. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.